pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. <laughs> It's a beautiful Monday evening in London, England. This is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Steve Curran, and you're going to listen to an hour of video game radio. Also, joining me in the studio... Hi, I'm Anne Scansbury. Sorry. <laughs> Bit of a quick change over that one. I thought I handled that, you know, really, really well. well. Really well. Ten years of experience. Yeah. How are you doing, Anne? I'm doing good, thank you. You sound yes. chirpy. I Chirpy, do you know what, what happened on the way to the studio? Tell me what happened on the way to the studio and ideally make it an anecdote that lasts about 55 minutes. Well, Steve, on the way to the studio, uh, walking along, obviously I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go recently. So I hear. I listen to One Life Left. Yeah. Uh, I've been hatching a lot of eggs recently. <laughs> and in the game. <laughs> um, and today, on the way here, I levelled up to 21. That is super exciting. I mean... <laughs> For a certain definition of exciting, yeah. anyway. Okay. I mean, it's it's exciting for me, and and I want all the listeners to be involved well, in my in my momentous journey. That's wonderful, but otherwise everything's good. Everything is good. Are we having good news this week? We are. No, we're back to normal oh, news. What? Do you know why? Because there wasn't enough good news. Oh, stop it! <laughs> stop it! No, it's just um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get on with things, but with a with a positive slant. And on that note, no Simon this week. Well, yes. No, Simon's not... Uh, not Simon's not available this. today. Uh, it's unfortunate. We miss him, but he'll be back soon. He will. Uh, but... No. And... What about me? Oh, sorry. Hey, Steve, how are you? Thanks. Are you here this week? <laughs> Just, you know, it's not much to ask. Just well, functional. I'm all right, thanks. I'm yeah. all right. It's good to be... Good to be back on air. Had really, really good time at Mariochi on Friday. It was great, wasn't it? I guess we'll talk about that again. Um, it's good to see the Christmas party tickets selling as well. All of that's been good. Uh, but yes, it's not just us in it's the studio, not. fortunately. Uh, we are joined by Ben Nicholson, or as he's also known, Cape Guy. <laughs> ben, sorry, I didn't have your mic up. Gone. Uh, oh, hello. Yeah, hello. Yeah, it's there good to be go. here. Very excited. It's fabulous. This is your first time on One Life Left, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I'm a noob. That's okay. We've had a couple of veterans the last few yeah, weeks. Yeah, I think it's time to get in some new blood. Let's yeah. make some new stars. <laughs> that Steve. is sort of what we felt after the last yeah. couple of weeks. We we're like, oh, maybe we need to liven it up. Uh, these yeah. old hands. Yeah. Uh, you excited yeah. to be here? Yeah. You've got a yeah. game out, haven't you? Yes. An called, actual thing. Yeah. It's called Ski Three. Can we play it? You can. It can came our, out on Thursday. Can our listeners play it as well? Yeah, you can. It's uh, it's on iOS and so like iPhone and iPad of course and Perfect. Uh, you I've can got play it. It's free. Both of those in front of me. Fabulous. Wow. Well, thanks. I know what I'm doing for the next 55 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> thanks for coming on the show, uh, Ben. Yeah. We'll, we'll see yeah. you again sometime. Right. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Um, we'll be back talking to you, talking properly about your game um, after the news. But feel free to chip in with any ski-free <laughs> related you know, analysis. 
7.04 on Monday the 21st of November. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. The government's behaviour czar has claimed that using Minecraft in lessons is a gimmick. Tom Bennett said, I am not a fan of Minecraft in lessons. This smacks to me of another gimmick which will get in the way of children actually learning. Remove these gimmicky aspects of education. It's one of the biggest tasks facing us teachers. We need to drain the swamp of gimmicks. Microsoft released an educational version of the Blocky World creation game for use in schools. Bennett suggested that teachers see if there are better ways to teach children, like with books and parchment and abacuses and live dinosaurs. Ooh, this is very reactionary, isn't it? This is... um disappointing to hear and for maybe the first time in the history of one life left i feel actually qualified to talk on a story because you're because i'm a teacher i'm a lecturer aren't i Uh, i lecture at a university i used to be a teacher for a time i was a teacher for a year uh teaching secondary school pupils but you didn't have minecraft back in them days did Did you not we had an abacus as i recall um the thing is, I, I understand the sort of... Uh, I think it's a very, very easy thing to say, as politicians want to do, uh, to find, you know, to say, oh, it's a gimmick, because people will react positively to that, people who, you know, didn't grow up with Minecraft or indeed any teaching methods beyond the abacus and the sheet of paper and the pen and the rubber and the pencil. Uh, they will go, oh, yeah, it's nonsense. You know, we didn't have any of that fun stuff in my day. Uh, but... School is not meant to be a punishment to sit through for, you know, 16 or 18 years of your life. It's meant to be a place where you are encouraged to learn and encouraged to uh, identify with things. And the truth is, traditional education does not work for an awful, uh, you know, for for a very high percentage of um, kids. So what are we meant to do? Just give up on them and say, OK, well, you're, you're, not, uh, you're not intended for academia. You're not intended to learn anything. Uh, do what you can and we'll forget about you. What you need to do is find a variety of ways to teach people and people learn when they're enjoying. And um, if you can teach people with video games, uh, then that's excellent. Now, mostly... Video games are a complete waste of time. <laughs> That's not true. But mostly, you know, uh, they're not geared for academia. I think it's really, really excellent that Microsoft have produced a version of Minecraft uh, set up to do this. I haven't experienced it myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't talk specifically about the, uh, the you know, advantages and the things that people can learn through this. But what I can say is it's never a bad thing to have more ways to teach people. It's, an, it's another tool, isn't it? Mm. And new tools come out all the time. You didn't used to have interactive whiteboards, but now you do and they can yeah, be really useful. Yeah, they're awful. No, they're oh, terrible. No, they can be terrible. They're absolutely That's disastrous. Like Bad interactive whiteboards. Okay. They're rubbish. They don't work most <laughs> of the time. Well, then you didn't used to have whiteboards. You used to have chalkboards. They're boards. good. They're, whiteboards they are good because you can use loads of colours. I mean, you can with chalk as well, but you get that noise. What? On wh- on I feel like you're not backing up my point, No, Steve. I am. Whiteboards are good. Yeah. Whiteboards are excellent. So, so things change and you have to bring, uh, you know, modern tools into the classroom because that's the world that these children live in and that's what they're going to be going into. So if you don't, you know, if you don't engage with them on their terms, then you're sort of holding them back from where they're going to be going to. Ben, did yeah. you, have you ever learned anything uh, via a video game? Uh, directly, probably no. Nothing. I, well, I mean, I definitely did learn uh, that New Zealand had a North and South Island from New Zealand story. There we go. There we go. Educational. Yeah. Straight in there. Yeah. 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 But I think in general, no. But I have lo- I have learned a lot through developing video games. Right. And I think that's mainly what the educational version of Minecraft and often, is about. You know, games are a gateway into. Yeah. So is the educational version of Minecraft about teaching code? Well, I don't know. I've never played it, but oh. I assume so. I, I don't know. Does I, anyone know? <laughs> no, it's not. I think it's... Yeah. Uh, it, they, Is it the about educa- rocks? Is it about <laughs> yeah. stone? Yes. It's about geology. Okay. No, I think it's. Um, mm. they have closed servers and teachers can set different tasks and things and mm. stuff stuff like that. Mm. You know, things and stuff. Oh, well, that sounds good. Ubisoft is patching out some of the more gynecologically, gynecological nudity in Watch Dogs 2 after a PS4 player was banned from PSN for sharing a screen grab. The 18-rated open-world surveillance-themed game contains quite a lot of nudity, and it looks like sharing it has got someone in trouble. Some players were shocked by how graphic certain shots were. As well as updating one of the NPCs, Ubisoft said it will also be working with Microsoft and Sony to make sure players could still share content within the bounds of their codes of conduct. So, did this player share it in a way that Sony have said is okay? I mean, did they share it, sorry, using the functionality in the PS4? Yeah. So, it, um, so obviously, within the game, mm-hmm. it's, an eight, it's 18, 18 rated, and you get uh, warnings that there will be mm-hmm. graphic scenes of nudity right. in it. 
um, which is fine. But then sharing it, um, so yeah, using the functions on the PS4 to share it to a wider network, which may involve people who aren't over 18, has got... Um, can you do that? Um, I mean, I, I don't understand. I know you can share screenshots to Twitter and share screenshots yeah. to Facebook. I guess maybe you can share it amongst your PSN friends as well. I, I'm, I, I mean, it is... Uh, <laughs> it's a complex... Maybe it's a complex issue, or maybe it's simple, and this is... <laughs> this is something that Sony haven't thought about, or didn't think about, but it does to me place video game violence in the spotlight mm. again because presumably plenty of people have shared all kinds of eighteen rate yeah. rated, you know, uh, gore, and Sony have not banned those people. Yeah. So this is different because it's because America, uh, and you know, because society and because nudity and all of those things. But it is kind of uh, it seems like a double standard to me. Uh, so has that person lost their PSN account forever? No, just for a week. Just for a week. It's okay, right, it's just so for that's a week. the that's the cost for Unity. And what have um, what have Ubi done? Have they what have they put pants on these so people? So they're going to be patched. So the particular one was like a really weird. Uh, an NPC had uh, a woman NPC had fallen to the ground, and it was an upskirt shot, but she didn't have any pants on, okay. and it was super graphic, like. I did not use the was, word was, gynecological lightly there. <laughs> um, and they're gonna, they're just going to, you know, tone that one down a bit. Okay. Um, Pants. Yeah. Maybe, Bloomers. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a nappy. Yeah. So, Who knows? Something, anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but there is a lot of nudity in the game, which mm-hmm. is does good, it, fine. Does it maybe not suggest that Sony should think about not sharing 18 rated content with people who aren't 18. That so. would seem like the code solution. Well yeah, done. Thanks. Yes, uh, maybe we could write to them and suggest yeah. that. Uh, I don't see any monetization for us there, though. <laughs> like, no. so, so why bother, frankly? Yeah, yeah all right, fair enough. A 24-year-old hacker from California has been convicted of defrauding EA out of millions of dollars worth of FIFA coins. Anthony Clark and three pals were accused by the FBI of creating software that logged thousands of in-game matches in seconds. This created the account that discredited the accounts with loads and loads of FIFA coins that they went on to sell on the black market in Europe and China. EA has said that buying coins from third-party sites violates its terms of service and could lead to a ban. The total amount of the fraud came to an impressive and very illegal $16 million, which is more than the GDP of the UK right now Fooling. Uh that is interesting so the crime committed here was the was the purchasing of the no. coins no okay so so that was the next point ah uh, sorry so sorry now- there was paragraph back yeah. but like yeah pause Pau- intake of breath yeah you can't do that if you're up against the clock no, on the I'm, theme. No, I was really yeah. up against it on that I one. Understand. A lot of information to it's get out there. It's not your fault. It's no one's fault. Uh, no. So the crime was, I think it was wire fraud that they have are being charged with. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's creating the code that is making, um, uh, creating software that is making these matches happen in right. seconds so and then selling them on. I am not a lawyer. We're going to need one. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that, that later. later in the show. I'm not a lawyer, but uh, isn't this just like using a cheap mode? They're just sort of like, they just want to play loads of games over and over again. They're just doing... You I know. mean, it's quite big, quite big cheating. And, and some people say cheating is illegal. So we <laughs> encourage players uh, to find the joy in video games, no matter what that joy is. Right? Mm-hmm. We've talked before about how I did not play Skyrim in a conventional way and super enjoyed it because of that. A lot of people you know, prefer GTA as a roaming around sim rather than a murdering prostitute sim or whatever yeah. it is meant to be. Um, maybe these people are just trying to, you know, I just love most in the world playing loads of games of footy. I don't care how long those games last. I just want to play loads. And that's what they did. But then they sold on. Well, they've got loads of coins, and they're like, "Well, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I just don't, want to share them around. I don't around. want to do with these. Oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll sell, you know, just sell them, just make a little bit of money. You, know, you sell one, and then suddenly one turns into <laughs> so two, few, turns two. into loads sixteen million. Well, I might as well. Maybe they did they give the money to charity? Maybe this was a Robin Hood thing. You think so? I am not a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo's first Mario Mobile launch is coming on the 15th of December. Super Mario Run will launch on iOS and will cost $7.99. There'll be three different modes of play. World Tour will let you run and jump and do all the usual Mario things. Toad Rally will let you compete against friends and people from all over. And Kingdom Builder will let you, you know, build your own kingdom. An Android version of the game is yet to be dated, presumably because Google's princess is in another castle. 
presumably because um, Android piracy is more of a thing. Mm. $7.99? Yeah. $7.99? I think so you can play the first bit of it for free. Okay. And then... You have to pay... Ding, ding, ding. $16 million. $7.99? Well, you could buy... How many of your copies... How many copies of your game could you buy for that, Ben? Uh, Unlimited. An unlimited... An unlimited (laughs) number. What an offer! (laughs) Leave it. Like, no, that's, Amazing. That's, yeah. I mean, I it's, noticed also that they, like, online, they said, oh, click this button and we'll notify you when this game comes out. Mm, which I've never seen that before. That's nice. Neat. Do you know, that is actually good because I often read about games in advance and, I'm, and I get excited about them, but yeah. then I'm out, out for a few weeks. Yeah. Then forget about them completely. Yeah. And, like, when you're looking through, like, lists of games and you want to, you like, there's two or three that you want, but you're not going to buy them all at the same time. Yeah. It'd be nice to like them or. Is it good in this instance, though, Anne? Because it's going to cost you seven ninety nine. Yeah, but is the is it go- the joy going to be worth it? I think it might be. You're going to buy it, aren't I'm you? I'm going to definitely You're gonna buy, buy it. You're going to buy it. I am For into eight it. quid. Do you know what? What's I'm not, the- not going to build a kingdom. I just want to run and jump. What's well, you, There's loads of games you can run and jump on. Like yeah. loads. Yeah, but none where I'm... What? Mario? E.g. Mario. <laughs> All the versions of Mario wait, that are already wait, out that aren't seven ninety nine. Um I mean, I'm sure it's going to be brilliant. I'm I'm sort of excited about it too, but I'm going to play someone else's version. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Is that piracy? No, it's friendship. It's okay. <laughs> There's a difference. It's fine. Um, seven ninety nine. That's a lot of money, but it's going to do well, isn't it? It's going to do. It's gonna do yeah, well. I think it's going to do really, really well. Um, and you know, it's what people want—an easy version of having Mario in your pocket instead of carrying around your 3ds. Which is, you which know, is huge. Which is bulky. Which is huge. My pockets aren't that big. I mean, why would you? Yeah. Ben, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's... Uh, if it's Apparently it's like a, a game where you click to jump kind of style game and there's plenty mm-hmm. of those around. It's not, there are. I mean, it's, it's branded Mario, but I don't know if I'm convinced yet that it's going to be a, a true Mario game in that sense. Guys, I mean, I'm going to give it a go and I'll... Yeah. Tune in on the Monday after the 15th, and I will let you know. <laughs> Unless we're off on Christmas holiday, oh, yeah, then, then don't, don't tu- Well, no, tune in anyway, because Resonance yeah. is excellent. Yeah. It's excellent whether we're on it or not. Yeah. But, but like, maybe wait till January, and, and then I'll, like, but then I'll have, I'll have had a proper amount of time with it. None of these rush reviews, Steve. Not when it's seven ninety nine. <laughs> and finally, PlayStation Europe has named that bear. Bernard and his season tour will be available as a free PS4 theme for PlayStation Plus members at the end of November. The name was first suggested by Twitter user Alex Camilleri and then loads and loads of other people. Let's hope they don't try and make this a big franchise thing, otherwise it could get unbearable. Bernard. Well, it's Bernard, but it's spelt with a B-E-A-R, so it's not Bernard, it's Bernard. I I find it very confusing how to pronounce it. These, they write these things down. They don't think through the logistics of someone having to say it out loud. Bernard. Albert. Better. Bet. Or just Bert. Bert. Bertie. Bertie. I mean, there's loads. I Elizabeth. Think... <laughs> yeah, why does it have to be a boy bear? Patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Hashtag patriarchy. <laughs> basically works well this is disappointing that we didn't get uh, chosen I mean assuming someone notified them that we yeah, thought Ollie would be a good would be a good name um, does this have any material effect on my life whatsoever um, are you a PSN P- PlayStation I am a subscriber member yeah, yeah I am well do then you, you could get it um, do you think you might use that theme nope then. I've never like, used a theme oh no me neither nope do you think I might give it a go. Does this have any material effect on my life whatsoever? Yeah, you've just spent the last couple of minutes talking about it. Thanks, Anne. One Life Left Video Game News with Anne Scantleberry.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a radio show. We're a radio show about video games. And you are listening because you either like radio shows or you like video games or you've tuned into Resonance 104.4 FM and something's going on you've no idea. Right about now you are turning that dial and see you. Goodbye. Or maybe they've stuck around, Steve. Maybe they did. Hi, welcome to One Life Left. We've been doing this for 10 years. This one particular show has been going on a long time. This is performance art, guys. All residents managed to do is shepherd us out of the studio for seven days. Um, What else do we do? We do marioke. Marioke is a thing that we do where we write pop songs about video games and we sing them. Often at loading, uh, we had a night, didn't we, on Friday? We did we have a night on Friday. Uh, we sang until quite late, until about 11.30, yeah. I think, something like that. It all got a bit raucous. We got a lot of early sign-ups, and I forgot to um, shut it down. So yeah. We had 13 new songs, something yeah, like that, something and like that. Uh, 10 of them were sung. Songs that weren't sung, so yeah. maybe we can load from this. Tova Low, Cool Girl, mm-hmm. not sung. Yeah. Maybe too new, too poppy. Yeah. Too cool. Too cool. Uh, for our audience uh, The Cure In Between Days Okay Which I think People didn't sing Because they don't know What it is Yeah But they would know If they heard it So maybe you just need To do it one yeah, time To get it out there They'll know it They'll know yeah. it There was one other song That wasn't sung as well mm, Can't remember what it was That's probably the problem Was it Guns N' Roses? No that was no. sung Right at the start of the was night Was it? Okay That was sung excellently Anyway Uh Tickets for our Christmas party, they're on sale now. So yep. please, 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 please buy them. You can find the link at the top of the Sing Marioke Twitter. Uh, Twitter.com slash Sing Marioke. It's a link to our Christmas party tickets there. It's going to be absolutely amazing. It's on the 16th, 16th, 16th of Friday, December. The 16th. Friday the 16th of December. It's going to be super, super cool. So please, please, please come to that. And uh, the next Marioke after that is in January. So one more chance to sing and with us And you announced year. something about what the next Mario Key in January is about what oh, the Mario Key did. In we're going to do an be. 80s night in, Mar- yeah. in, <laughs> in January only yeah. 80s songs I might not be here <laughs> in Jamaica <laughs> uh, but yeah generally uh, I think I am going to be here we're going to do an 80s night in, uh, in January so that'll be super fun Ben hello hi Ben sorry about that a little bit of admin that's okay sorry we had to do that so you are Ben Nicholson, That's you me. are Cape Guy. Are you Cape Guy or are you from Cape Guy? Well, I suppose Cape Guy is a company, so technically mm. I'm from Cape Guy, but I'm also the only employee of Cape Guy. So you are, you embody Cape yeah. Guy. So but I think I f- it's fair to say I am. I feel guy. like if I say you are Cape Guy, then our yeah. listeners are sort of, you know, one of the th- things we've learned about radio over yeah. 10 years is paint a picture for the listeners. And if you don't do that, then they paint their own picture. Yeah. yeah. And right now, they're thinking of you sat there in a cape. Yeah, well, I didn't think of that in advance, so which is, sorry, guys, let you down. Which is fine. If you're fine with people thinking about that, that's okay. Uh, you've made a video game. Yes. Is it your first ever video game? Yeah, it's the, well, it's the first game I've designed from scratch mm-hmm. and programmed and done the game direction for and released it. You have worked on video games before. That will come to those yeah. uh, after the you know the first order of business, which is, what is this game? Well, it's called Ski 3. It's okay. free to play. It's um, essentially a mashup between... Uh, uh, Match three and endless runner games. Um, possibly the first. I don't, possibly I the first. I can't say it is the first because there are so there are many so games. There are so many games. But I've not seen a, like one that does it in this in this way, where genuinely the gameplay is mixed. I've seen games like um, You Must Build a Boat, where you've got match three going on, mm-hmm. and that leads to progress in some other area, mm-hmm. but never actually where you match three in the in the world itself to you have done some kind of thing. video game chemistry and you've combined mm. those genres in a yeah. way that has never been seen before to me how certainly. does it work so you uh, have a skier who's going down the uh, ski slope and uh, you have trees log cabins and uh, boulders and mm-hmm. you move them around by just uh, swiping them and if you make a line of three or more then they go away so you clear a path that way I see, and so your your skier is constantly moving down, mm. and as happens on slopes, I understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you have to swipe trees into a row as to get rid of them. As yeah. <laughs> I also understand, this is yeah, basically I mean, a documentary yeah, game. You may be able to tell from this, but I've never actually skied. Really, myself. I've yeah. skied. Yeah, ask me anything. How do you ski? I mean, just go point <laughs> down, but not super. Sometimes don't point down. If it's really steep, don't point down. Okay. What do you do when you see a tree? Pokemon. 
<laughs> so, um, so do you, does your uh, skier steer in the automatic in the right direction to find the gaps? Or yeah, so that's all done by the machine. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it just works out right. Okay. So, uh, what what inspired this? What, what what made you have that intellectual breakthrough to endless runner? Right, right. Yeah. So, um, I was just coming to the end of uh, the eight days port to PC and Mac, which is my last project. Okay. And I was wondering what I was going to do next, and um, I watched the talk, and I have no idea who it was by because I've completely forgotten. I'm sorry to this person for forgetting and it was about um how to how to develop games using a design that doesn't follow doesn't target a demographic but targets an individual and i was like wow okay. who do i know best like, well, probably laura my wife so i was like right I'll, I'll totally target my wife for this game and that's at least one download right <laughs> very good so, yeah did that and uh so i was like well what games does she really like so puzzle quest mm-hmm. and she completed that amazingly massive game and she got right to the end uh rise of the blobs uh, and alto's adventure and they were the big three and i was like right I'm going to combine okay. these. Uh, well, you successfully combined two of them, Alto's Adventure and uh, Puzzle Quest. Yeah. Where's the, the blob coming? Yeah, difficult, that one. I couldn't <laughs> do them all. <laughs> but so, maybe this is giving a clue to your next game, because yes. you don't want to burn it all yeah. up at yeah, once. No, no, right? Lowering of the blobs. <laughs> right, I yeah. see. And uh, so when did you finish work on this? Uh, on, uh, well... Monday. Okay. Monday. Yeah. Did you, did you uh, present this to her throughout development? Yeah, of course. Yeah, she was my like chief tester. Right. Okay. Because so, that's, that's did that thing. get awkward at any point when you were like, "Oh, I've got this great thing," and then she's yeah. like, "Yeah, it's, it's all right. I'm going back to Puzzle yeah. Quest again." Yeah. Well, it did get a bit awkward later on. I mean, she still likes the game, but obviously, the initial like joy of the game mm-hmm. is gone because that was months ago. <laughs> so it's a bit like I'm like, "Hey, check this out! It's amazing." Yeah. She's like, mm, "It's, yeah, it's, it's quite right. good," but she's still playing it. So like, that is that's good. good that's sign, a test. Right? Yeah, that is a good test. Uh, how you know? W- so it's come out on iOS. Uh, yeah, just this, iOS. This is it. And and what are your hopes here? What are your what are your sort of dreams? Oh, my dreams are to uh, get everyone to play Ski Three in the world <laughs> and yeah. everyone in the world. Yeah, but obviously that's uh, a dream. How do uh, you make money from it, or do you not? Is this just a gift so, to humans? Uh, a bit of that, uh, but not really. <laughs> so, um, Cape Guy is just me, and okay. my business model is... So I come from a programming background, background in games, and mm-hmm. uh, I can contract myself out for a moderate amount of money. Okay. And I do that. So I spend half of the year contracting myself out and making money, uh-huh. and then I spend quite a bit of that money making games. And so I'll just be in this holding pattern for a while yeah. until eventually, you know, one of my games is going to do well. So, but, but when you say do well, how does this make money? Ah, so this game specifically, yes, uh, it's got adverts in it. Okay, so uh, yeah, you have a number of tokens, and each player has a token, I see. and you get tokens for uh, getting a higher score, mm-hmm. um, uh, which sounds really hard because like only one person can get the highest score and it's going to get high quickly. But mm-hmm. I, uh, I put in um, a new mechanic, so it actually does the highest score in the last hour, day, or week. So that's a rolling. Okay, score. nice. So people get those, and if, if the high score is really good this hour, come back next hour. <laughs> <laughs> Because I did find that um, a lot of games where they've got leaderboards in them, I find they get a bit stale pretty quickly. And especially as someone who doesn't generally play games on release day, I play them like a month down the line. And okay. I'm just somewhere down there. The title, Ski 3. Yes. Is that a reference to the game that I think it is a reference <laughs> to? Uh well, I'd be I'd be lying if I said I hadn't heard of that game. Okay, and, like it wasn't there in the back of my mind. But um, I mean, it makes perfect sense. This yeah. is a game that is yeah. skiing and about matching things yeah. in threes but there was yeah, a very very famous yeah, it's really good. Uh, yeah. free game called yeah. Ski Free yes. back in the yeah. sort of when was that early 90s yeah yeah. Uh, so I know on Windows game. and like obviously uh, maybe I, I can't say for sure maybe I would never have thought of this name mm. if that game hadn't have existed I know I would be tempted if mm. I was making this game mm. uh <laughs> Legally or not, to include that monster that everyone yeah. knows, the, the, the Yeti from yeah. Ski 3. Well, Ski I, yeah, budget-wise, I had to cut the Yeti, oh, did you? a terrible <laughs> thing to see. Uh, but um, there is a design for it, and like you know, if the game does well enough, then I'll definitely okay. add it. Okay, maybe an IOP. That's how these things work, as I understand. Um, so, what, so you worked on 80 Days, just briefly. Well, I didn't did make the, the original. But I, you did the port. So the original is amazing, right? The yeah. iOS version. And I uh, played it. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So then discovered that Inkle are actually also based in Cambridge. Ah. Uh, so we met in the pub and talked about it. And I said, guys, can I do a PC and Mac port for you? Did you meet in the pub um, in a 
you know, you arranged a date there or did you use social media oh, to work out which yeah. pub they're going yeah. to and then just be there just bump into them. Yeah. Oh, just with, oh, just with sorry, the game open on your... Sorry, you're the guys from Inkle. <laughs> oh, that's such a... I've been working yeah. on a little port of your game just, yeah. just cheekily. And I had my cape on. So yeah. Like, oh, you're a cape guy, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Good. Good social networking. Um, hmm. What's next for you? Uh, so next, I'm really excited about it, although I'm not really going to talk about it, but I've been uh, thinking about what project to do next, and it's probably not going to be a mobile game this time. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so What is it going to be? Probably like desktop. So, okay. Uh, sort of old school style. Go on, man. Go yeah. investigative on this. So um, what colour is it going to be? Green. I think that's the right answer oh, to that question. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. There's lots of shades of green. Yeah, yeah. there is. What kind of, Can you <laughs> narrow, it down. narrow it down? Middle. <laughs> One to <Stop>. eight. It's <laughs> not a shade. <laughs> Maybe it is. Darling, what colour are you painting the walls tonight? Middle. Mid, middle green. <laughs> Got it, middle, middle, middle green. Just middle green. It's well, this green. Oh, green. that. That doesn't come well no. on the radio. Right, like. the important part. How can people find out more about um, more about, about, about Ski 3? Uh, well, they could go to cakebride.co.uk or they could just search for Ski 3 on the App Store. It's number one. When you search for it on the App Store, it's right there. If you search for Ski 3, it's number it's one. It's number one. Not like, on launch day, it was number four, which I was pretty annoyed about. Yeah. Well, so. Simon launched a game called Bang Man, yeah. which was number 60-something, yeah. I think, down there. Uh, yeah. So that was that was a thing. Well done for being top five on Ski 3. Number one now. <laughs> number one now. Uh, so you can find it by searching on the iOS store for Ski 3. Um, how can people follow you? Is there a way people can follow uh, you? Yeah, so on Twitter, at Cape Guy Games, or Cape Guy Ben, if you want me specifically, uh-huh. uh, which is the same thing we keep saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or I'm on Facebook as well, Cape Guy. Fantastic. Uh, thanks so much. We will be back. We're going to play a piece of music, I think, instead of... Um, we're going to play a piece of music instead of Ben, uh, instead of Sega Badawi, because he's ill. Get well soon, Get Ben. Get well soon, Ben. you for all of your letters this week did you do any prompting on social media no i didn't you didn't no this is all goodness everyone is so good yeah best of all though is well actually is it best of all to be the most recent i'm not sure it is best of all would be you know last uh, right after the podcast went out or the radio show you're like oh you know i'll make one life life feel good feel needed although it's nice to receive emails while we're on there as well to know that people are listening instant gratification and indeed will has sent us one thanks will just tuned into the just i'll start that again (laughs) sorry will just tuned into the show at home for the first time in ages i'm usually sitting in traffic so finally have the opportunity to send an email to beg plead grovel and politely ask if it would be ever possible to hear an interview with the C64 music legend Rob Hubbard. 
I'm a helpless retro gaming and dance music obsessive, both of those obsessions now being also how I make my living. And all those decades later, his music still makes me undescribably happy when I hear it today. Sid forever. Thank you for the all the wonderful shows, Will. Well, thank you, Will. We'll do our best. I think yeah. that's someone uh, we could put Simon on maybe when he's back and try and, yeah. try and get hold of Rob. I think I might have talked to him back in the day. I think he did really? an article for Edge about the um, about the music scene. Uh, so, yeah, we'll do what we can. Yeah, well, we always do do what we can. We always do. We what always we do. can. What we can, which isn't that much. No. But, you know, we're still here. All right, I have um, a genuine letter. Uh, hey, One Life Left team. Everyone knows that Cape Guys Ski 3 game now available on iPhone and iPad is the best and only winter-themed match three meets endless runner mashup ever. What game or genre mashup would you most like to see? Thanks from Len at Drape Guy. P.S. Do I win a prize now? Mm. Thanks, Len. Len. Yeah. Thanks, Drape Len. Guy, Thanks, Len. That's a very good shout-out. For yeah. It's yeah, so very thoughtful. So, mashup. Genre mashups. I always use an example when I'm teaching uh, with my students. Uh, Taylor Swift meets Animal Crossing, mm. which isn't really a genre. It's just a dream. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, so, what games do I like? Really into match three games. I'd really, you know, what I'd like to see uh, as a match three game. I'd like to see a musical match three game. Oh, that would be good. So, a game that's so I'm, you know, I made Chime earlier this year. Uh, which was a critical smash. Hey, <laughs> which was right, good Steve. or bad? Uh, critical smash. <laughs> critical smash is a nice way of selling, saying that game did not sell many copies, right. but yeah. people liked it. Yeah. Um, I did notice the other day that I was I was on because I was writing a new Mariaki song. I ended up on Metacritic's list of games of the year, top nice. hundred, nice. and Chime was number sixty. Sixtieth, you literally can't, bet you than, can't get better than sixtieth. No. Unless, unless what you do is you go through the list of games above you and get rid of all of the games that are duplicates. So, for example, Inside on Xbox, Inside on PS4, yeah. that doesn't yeah. count. So, move that bumped chime all the way up to the thirty-sixth game. Thirty-sixth best game of the of the really. Of the year. Metacritic should have done that for you. Yeah, they should have done that, but they didn't. Um, mm. And also, I don't technically believe in Metacritic as a force for mm. anything good. So, I was spending rather too long doing this but then i did manage to find other criteria getting rid of video games until you know very variously until chime was number two uh, behind steven's sausage roll and you were like fair uh, enough and i'm a vegetarian so, <laughs> so number one best game of the year um so yeah that was so i made chime uh, this year which is a music puzzle game but maybe there's an idea for a music match three game where you're sort of playing along with a piece of music yeah. and doing something i don't know what that is um i would like uh, a massively multiplayer cat collection game okay how would that work just loads of cats okay so wait you are the cats or you're collecting the cats you're collecting the cats so why do you want more people collecting cats because it's nice to hang out with people alright okay but, and presumably everyone who cares about collecting cats is, is nice so it would be mm. a nice online experience what if they're collecting cats for bad reasons uh, then we will all gather together and uh, set upon them and stop them from doing that. That's like, you know, we'll sort of like 101 Dalmatians it. Hello team, hello super special guest writes Robert Wells with typical enthusiasm. On Saturday I went to the British Library for their day about interactive fiction. I played a game that tried to work out what a great, what great plague of Egypt I would be. I had poetry generated by my skill at shooting down hearts. I nosed around a lost phone to see who it belonged to, a game called Normal Lost Phone. I went to several talks, and such things always leave me with an urge to make more stuff. One short talk called Standard Structures in Choice-Based Games was a quick primer on the choice to make your game branching. Choices lead to varying consequences. A gauntlet, one main narrative path, if you diverge, you're die or you're sent back. Or a branch and bottleneck, choices diverge and then rejoin. I realised I've played enough games in my time and have a background in math, so I pretty much assume that a branching story is always going to be branch and bottleneck to avoid the combinatorial explosion i'm happy to have a name to put to this format what peeps behind the curtain do you have when playing games do you look for invisible walls because something has to be keeping players in the game world pip pip robert 
Oh, interesting. I think that's yeah. an excellent question. Yeah. I think I find really weirdly when I'm ever playing a FPS or any kind of game like that where you, there's an element of exploration of the world, <laughs> I always go the way that I think is the wrong way first. Right. Is, you'd never do that in real life. Yes. You'd always go the right way. I always when, do that too in, yeah. in any game, particularly the open world ones like Skyrim, yeah. you know, which yeah. tells you, quick, go here, my yeah. cousin has a bed for you. And you're like, no. Yeah. That's creepy. <laughs> like, I don't know you, especially don't know your cousin. I don't know why he wants me going in that direction. I'm going the other direction. Yeah. Ooh, a fox. <laughs> and then I'll chase the fox and then suddenly I'm, you know, I didn't see a dragon for 60 hours oh that's, that's that would be an excellent place to end this but we haven't finished so um so i was going to say uh i think if you are a good game designer you you're constantly looking for uh, ways in which uh ways in which games are broken you're constantly mm. looking to test out how games work yeah. and actually the worst thing and i tell this again to my students an awful lot is that one of the awful things about being a game designer one of the many awful things about being a game designer is that it should break your enjoyment of games for you in the mm. same way as you know when you are a songwriter a lot of the time you start to break down how a song is constructed and stop being overtaken by the beauty of the song but actually think oh I can hear all these individual parts yeah. maybe that enhances it as well it can do in the case of beautiful game design but sometimes you see the yeah. sort of uh, you know you see the curtain drop the veil drop and you just yeah. see the mechanics and you're like right yeah. I get how this works bye yeah, I also think uh, the first step towards becoming a game designer is when you have that thought of, oh, this game would be brilliant with that thing changed, mm. actually imagine what the game would be like yeah. and work out why that didn't happen. Because That's... the design designer who designed it thought about that almost well. certainly you know again you see this with a lot of sort of junior game designers saying well yeah. they should have done this they should have yeah. done this particularly at the moment I'm hearing a lot about Pokemon Go yeah. and oh they're rubbish they're messing yeah. the game up why didn't they do this why isn't this like yeah. this why isn't this like this and there is almost always an mm. answer there is maybe one time in a hundred yeah. you have thought of something that the game designer yeah. and the team of a hundred people yeah. around and, them and that haven't. game is a new game yes <laughs> and then you make it and yeah. um, well I was chatting to friend of the show James Parker um, at Marioki on Friday about Pokemon Go and I was very excited again um, and I was like no it's got really good recently and I was explaining all the reasons why it's got really good oh yeah because if you um, if you visit Pokestops uh, for seven days in a row then you get extra XP it's brilliant and same if you do with uh, for your first catch of every day and he just looked at me like no that's They've got you. Yeah, they've they, got you. They've, they've, done, they've 100% they've done got you. Incredibly well. Like, you, you've really been got again. So, yeah. well done. Uh, yeah, well done, I intend. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a good, that was a good little chat to go. Hang on a minute. The enjo- I, I understand why I'm enjoying the game. They've done incredibly well. So thanks, James, for breaking it. I think there's one other letter, isn't yes, there? Yes, there is. Hang on one sec. Oh, oh sorry. Oh. I've accidentally opened Siri. <laughs> Are you catching a Pokemon? No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> Siri, where is a Charmander? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so this one is uh, titled Shh. Where's that going? Steve, bring the music down, bring the music down. Hello, team and SSG. I had a baby boy recently. Oh, congratulations. 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 I was going to ask what to name him. At last week's episode, I settled on Ollie. Not really, but it makes good radio. Oh, it does. Yeah. Anyway, Keith asked what games sound great last week, and I was wondering the opposite. When the baby is sleeping, what games would you recommend I play with the sound off? Interesting question. That's an interesting question. Do you know, and I was um, thinking about this. Uh, I play most iPhone games with the sound off because I'm usually playing them on the tube or out in public. And I don't, And there was one that I played the other week where, I don't know, I think I was just playing it at home. It had really... It had really good music, and I realised I was missing out on a lot of good stuff. Is it Pixelgrams, by any chance, which has excellent music, but we are aware that most people play it with the sound off, because that's how people play phone games, and you should do, unless you have your headphones in. Um, I would say, play Ski Through the sound on, because the music is amazing, and I'm not blowing my own trumpet, because I didn't compose it. But don't play it with the sound on on public transport, unless you have headphones. Uh, I've got an answer, good answer. Interactive fiction. Uh, text adventures, modern text adventures. There are an awful lot of them. Uh, the people who play them tend to be quite an insular, insular. No, that's not the right word. There aren't a lot of people who play video games and IF. Like IF seems to be somehow separated from video games. It shouldn't be because there's amazing works being produced in there, and there's you know really really vocal and, and excited, excited, excitable, and innovative community around them. Uh, so if you've never thought about playing, you know, in modern interactive fiction, go and have a look at it. Uh, the, the, there's 
a big IF competition every year and there are great games you can have a look at the ones that are nominated for that and that will give you something to play and generally they don't have soundtracks so that seems to be a good answer is that a good answer I think that's a good answer thanks thank you so much for your letters this week if yes. you want to send any more please do it's good to hear from you please genuinely. do through uh, the week would be nice yeah where, where do people send them to you can send us emails to teamotwanlifeleft.com thanks Anne One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. That's a bit of banging techno. Actually, this is, is maybe the point in the show. No, it is. All right. But Are you sure? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Dance music. What do we call it? You know, whatever it is, it's lit. <laughs> is it lit? Yeah, well done, Steve. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, this is probably a good point in the show. You just mentioned Dan Marshall off there. For us to go, run, Dan, run! Yeah, Dan, keep running. Keep running. Never guys. stop. I mean, stop if you're not feeling yeah. well, but otherwise, don't stop. You can do it. We believe in you. Is Dan's game out yet? No, not yet. Is it going to be out? It's going to be out. I'm excited to play that. Behold the Kickmen, coming on Steam soon. Just looking at my Steam account right now for um, for review purposes to see what I've been playing this month. No uh, spoilers, Steve. Do don't we have any uh, any other business to do? AOB oh, music going on. Burr, burr, burr. What did we say at the start of the show? Oh, that we, we need deal to discuss with? something to do with our lawyers. That's true. Well Very done. Very true. So we had an email this week uh, from Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy from the wonderful loading bar. You know, Jimmy and I just communicate sometimes. <laughs> just <laughs> so chat, how, see how you are. That's how people. Yeah, it's nice. Get by. And uh, he wrote. He said, uh, "Thought you might be interested." Uh, in this person's choice of name. Subject line, should I break it to them or you? And he had a forwarded email. He's forwarded an email from One Life Left Games Limited. Well, they obviously couldn't get One Life Left Limited because registered... One Life Left Games Limited. And they're opening what they think is going to be a gaming-themed cafe, apparently, in Norwich. Never been to Norwich might have to go yeah. to present a cease and a desist. Well, so I think we've thing? got we've got two options here. They either become our mortal sworn enemies or, or we make them our best friends even if they don't want to be. Interesting. We're probably better at the former. <laughs> like, but maybe we should try the latter. You know, this is the year of when we're trying to bring good into the world. So that's maybe true. the world doesn't need more that's true. enemies. That's true. Yeah. How do you be friends with someone? <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, please write in teamonelifeleft.com. How do you be friends with someone? You know, just a basic primer. If you've just got some some simple ideas, we'd love to know. Um, but also, I think maybe maybe we uh, maybe it'd be nice of them to get in touch with us. You know, they've yeah. got the .net of One Life Left. If you listen to the show, and we assume you do, because it would be not good googling googling <laughs> if you googled One Life Left and you didn't find our radio show. Um, if you're listening, and we hope you are, just write to us. We should, I'm sure we can consider sort something out. this an olive branch. Yeah, consider this an olive branch. And when are you meeting our lawyer? Wednesday night. Wednesday night. 
Uh, we've got three lawyers, so... <laughs> We've so. got three lawyers, and I've watched four seasons of The Good Wife. <laughs> Reviews. Reviews. How are you doing, Anne? What have you been playing this week? Uh, hang on, let me just. I have been playing. Oh no, it's gone away. I've been playing Candy Cat Tennis. All right. Well, you like cats. Yeah. You like candy. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you feel about tennis? Not great. Not great. Okay, so that would should average out to, you know. Yeah. Well, we'll see, won't yeah. we? So I thought, you know, Cats, Candy, it's a, looks like the kind of game I would probably like. And I didn't like it. Wow. So you okay. are a cat and there's a candy m- machine um, on one side of the tennis court. Okay. You're looking side on the tennis court. You're the cat at the other side of the tennis court. And it spits out candy over to you and you have to try and hit the candy... Uh, to win points and you're also trying to smash the candy machine to break it mm-hmm. um, but I don't know just I didn't hit the candy very well and so I didn't enjoy <laughs> it I wasn't good at it so I didn't like it ah okay yeah then, now we're cutting to the sort of core of the matter you yeah. didn't enjoy it because you weren't good at it yeah which I think is totally valid it like, just felt genuinely. like a very uh, like the Immediately, you have to be able to hit that candy in a very short, like you've got a very small window of being able to hit that candy. And yeah, I just couldn't get it. And so I stopped I stopped caring. I kept playing because I was like, no, I'm going to review this. So I'm mm-hmm. going to keep playing it. Very diligent of you. Anne. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't really get any better. And it and so the experience didn't get any better because I didn't get any further in it. And and I just sort of checked out of it. So I don't know. It doesn't feel like the best review. And I I just don't feel. Like, I don't feel like I'm giving a good review of it. But also, I didn't have a great time with it. And, may, and maybe it's me. Maybe, maybe it's, it's me. Maybe, maybe someone else would love this game if they're better at tennis. Maybe if I got better at tennis or candy or cats. I don't know which one of those three I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't good at something, and it stopped me having fun. Okay. And I don't like it when I don't have fun. So I'm going to give this one <laughs> seven out of ten, Steve. Seven out of ten. Okay, Ben. Yeah, so uh, this week I've mostly been playing a game called The Bunker on my PlayStation 4 entertainment system. Okay. Yeah. Um, So it's quite an unusual game. Um, It's all like live action film. So it's a bit like a throwback to the days when CD-ROM first came out, if you remember that first time round. Um, And everything was just like filmed, but quite hammy acted. Yeah. Although this one is actually well acted, I think, apart from a couple of notable, like slightly slapstick moments. But in general, it's really good. And also it's got really good, like the physical set design is really good, which is something you can hardly ever say for a game. Like they've, they've gone into a lot of effort for that. And the actual game is set in a bunker and it's like a sort of post-nuclear apocalypse kind of storyline. Um, and it's essentially a point-and-click adventure. Okay. Um, my only gripe with it is uh, that the PS4 controls are a bit wonky, I think, because essentially it was built for a mouse, and then they've just done a, like, move the cursor around with the stick and click, and, like, that's, oh, really? that's not good. No. I'm not happy about that. But, you know, in all the ways, the game's pretty good. I like it. Probably 7 out of 10, I'd say. So the... Uh what was it a couple of weeks ago i reviewed uh, gone home mm. and i played it on when it was out on <clears throat> pc and i didn't en- i didn't yeah. enjoy the that but on ps4 i thought it was a great port of it and i really got mm. into it i thought the yeah. controls were much easier yeah. it uh, it felt less claustrophobic yeah i should say actually it's a game that if you liked gone home yeah. you, you're more likely to like this game it's a sort of experience rather than a game okay. as such, I'd oh, say. i love experiences yeah <laughs> <laughs> Love experiencing yeah, things. Yeah, just really, yeah, just love experiencing things. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, so, so, what was the score? Seven out of ten. Oh, good. Solid. Uh, I've been playing a game called Hero. So it's spelt H-I-I-R-O. And I found this on Steam. When I was looking for something simple, Steam's got quite good at recommending the games, the sort of games I'm into, which is, is good at this point. Uh, although I do wonder how much we're going to move into that uh, sort of a video game equivalent of a social media bubble where you are only surrounded by the things that you want to exist. Mm. Which maybe it's fine because, you know, we are... Uh, Is it like Spotify Discover thing? Like, if you... if you, yeah, It, it keeps it, feeding back into itself. Exactly. And, and that's fine, but I do... I, one of the reasons I play video games is to challenge myself about what mm. video games exist and to discover new things. Uh, and if it's only just going to show me, you know... <laughs> slightly mawkish indie games forever then I'm 
wondering if maybe I'm missing out on something. I don't know. I, that may not be true. Anyway, Hero is a um, uh, a narrative platformer, as is the case with so many indie video games. And really, it rarely steps outside that template. It is very, very much inspired by one of my favourite games, uh, Knit. Knit Underground, I think, specifically, which I absolutely loved. You play this little red dude or lady. It is unclear of the gender of the character, and there are no words spoken in the whole game. Uh, the story is told explicitly through environment. Uh, and that story seems to be, typically, collect a certain number of gems and then get to a point and presumably you've saved the world. It's gentle. It's really, really nice. There is no threat. There is no way of dying. Uh, you can fall down off the cloud and then you'll have to go all the way around and get on the cloud again and do some more jumping but that's why you bought this game to do some jumping and some gentle exploration uh the style of it's sort of simple very very graphically simple it's not really um eight bits so more much a sort of ms paint bit i guess <laughs> uh but it's got a kind of charm to it and i just sort of enjoyed it in a non-challenging way it just lulled me through a three or four hours of just just nothing it's a very big game and i don't mean really in terms of what it does but in terms of expanse of territory there's a lot of screens that you jump your way through mm. you are not going to be stretched in any sense uh, i doubt emotionally certainly as a game designer uh, or a player at any point by this game but it's not a bad experience it's mm. nice you know and i think as is the way with these things it's also pretty cheap i imagine on steam uh, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. Obviously, it feels like mm. a solid 7 out of 10 game. Is that it? I think that's it for our reviews today, Steve. That is it too. I guess I'll uh, put on a piece of music. Uh, maybe... Should we have something banging? Let's go for more banging. Let's go for more banging. Wait, didn't we uh, Didn't we establish that yeah, we weren't allowed to not bang? Good, not good. Wait, Wait what, last, didn't we last, no last week? No, oh, yeah. no banging, no swearing. Oh, yeah, no... Simon's not here. Yeah. This is One Life Left. This is Resonance 104.4 FM, the greatest radio station in the world. Uh, that song was... Well, it's called Machine Paradigm, and it's by a guy who on chipmusic.org, the brilliant chipmusic.org, calls himself DGITX, I think. Capitalization is unclear. Earlier in the show you heard Venom and Dreamin', and I think you also heard uh, Defense Mechanism Fruit... Punch and Kazzy Plank of Wood. Really like doing that. Makes me feel like a proper radio star. <laughs> Where can Which people find are. out more about your game, Ben? 
Uh, we've done that. It's on capeguy.co.uk slash games slash ski3. And they can follow you on Twitter at... They certainly can. Uh, Games. Okay, fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You've been a brilliant guest. Hope to see you back. Uh, maybe when we see your middle green game. And yeah. it's time for us to say goodbye. Are Is you it? ready? Is it actually time for us to say Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just playing. Okay. Anyway. Uh, see you all next week. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.